Hello, welcome to the Expired Podcast. This is episode seven, and today we will be discussing the topic of self care. Uh, Josh, take it away. All right. <laughs> so we have a list of questions that we're just gonna ask ourselves, and you know, just discuss amongst ourselves, and we'll just get right into it. All right. What does it mean to you as an individual to relax? Define it in your own terms. Ooh, this is a very interesting one because whenever one of my girlfriends is like going through something and I tell them to relax, it is interpreted very differently. <laughs> Dude, you um, never tell a girl to chill or relax. Well, I've Those learned that like, over the years. Yes, yes. But so it's very when I did, like oof, it like yeah. almost infuriates us. <laughs> okay, wait then. I, just mm-hmm. just from your reaction, I'm very curious to know, like, if you were to speak for the girls, like, what what would that what does relax kind of mean to you guys? Like, when you say it to us, or just like in yeah, the question? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no! Like when we say it to you, like you guys are going through something, and you're telling us about it, and we're like, whoa, chill, relax, and then you guys oh, like pop okay. off at us. <laughs> like, what does it's it mean like, in that context? To you dude, guys? if you said that. Okay, I feel like if a guy said that to me, like, it would make me so pissed just because, like, I can't relax right now. I can't chill out. That's why I'm talking to you about this. That's how I feel. But, like, I know other girls, it's just, like, it just makes them mad because it's, it's like telling a sad person, dude, just stop Don't crying. Be, be happy. Yeah, be like that. Interesting. I think... Going off of that, I think something that I've discovered to work better than telling them to calm down or chill is just say, just take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, I'll do that. And then they <laughs> do it and they're, they like, they calm down a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a lot better than hearing calm down, chill. chill, chill oh my bro. God, no. But chill is <laughs> chill and chill out is. Hey, 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 don't start. Don't start getting mad. Oh my god. Alright. Going back to the question. Yes. What does it mean when you guys relax? Like what does it look like? I guess so. What is relaxing? Because I do I feel like all I'm doing nowadays is relaxing, but also at the same time I'm like so stressed out. So I don't think I'm relaxing. But all I'm doing is staying home. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a difference between resting and relaxing. Is there really? I think so. Physically, relaxing is resting, and relaxing, I feel like, is more mental. Mm. It's just for me, I guess. Like, if I'm if I'm just laying down in bed and I'm worrying about the homework that I have due, like, in the day, then I'm not really relaxing. That's just I see. being a couch potato, yes then I guess I haven't been relaxing for, like, the past few years. Because yeah. there's always something to worry about. <laughs> I think, for me, relaxing is just doing what... Doing something that doesn't stress me out. Doing something for myself. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, eating good food. I don't mm. know, watching YouTube, watching movies. Or, like, taking on a creative project. Right, editing people's photos for fun—that's pretty relaxing, I would say. Interesting. 
You're like zoned out right now. You sound very uninterested. <laughs> You're like, I can't even call you the face. No, no, I'd be blanking out here and there. Sorry. I just like started like scratching an itch I had, and then I started like staring into the abyss, and then I just couldn't <laughs> break off of it until you, you said You were it. relaxing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sean, what about you? I guess I relax when I forget about what I have to do. Like, because, like I said earlier, there's always something I have to do, but when I do forget it in the moment, like I couldn't, I can't even say I relaxed in like the retreats because I was always thinking about the homework I would have to do when I come back. I'm trying to think back if there's a specific moment when I was relaxing, but now that I think back, it's all just resting and I was still under mental torment. I mean, I guess it would just be something I enjoyed. Like when I play guitar, I guess that is a that is when I kind of get into the moment. And Lydia, you said you don't know how to relax. <laughs> no, she's just scratching itch, bro. I was thinking about it. <laughs> You're so <laughs> ugly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like scratching an itch is barely relaxing yeah, to me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it is. It, when you hit that spot, bro. Oh my that God. does make sense. No, but I was thinking about it while you guys were talking. Maybe that's why I was spaced out. But um, I feel like a lot of people associate relaxing. Probably, like, the one common action they do to relax is probably taking a bath. You know? Like, with, like, those herbs, salts, or whatever. Mm. No, that's for cooking. Sorry. Dude, I don't know about Get you guys, time. but when I shower, like, my, my like, water is boiling. Like, I want to, like, it's almost like I, mm. after I come out, my skin is, like, almost burnt off, but it's, like, the best feeling. You're, like, steaming uh-huh. yourself. Yeah, it feels really good, You're a though. Bun. <laughs> Steamed buns. Buns. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about it. I was like, when I take a bath, is it relaxing? But it's like, I feel like bath is, taking a bath is not relaxing because it's, so I feel like I do it like pretty often. But you know how people, when they, when it's like, when they, when they take a bath, it's like once in a while. So because you do it too often, it's not relaxing anymore? Yeah, it's like, there's not really like, deeper meaning behind bath now like mm. you know like it's just if, a bath yeah <laughs> so you think relaxing is like a, a special event it's i haven't like i like i said i don't know how to relax so the real reason that lydia can't relax is because she just doesn't know how to i simply can't <laughs> she's simply unable <laughs> I am physically unable to relax. He's always tense. All right. Then instead of relaxing, mm. what activity brings you enjoyment? And how often do you do this task? Enjoyment is very different than relaxing. I do this all the time. Procrastinating is one of my great joys in life. Ah, yes. <laughs> I think many of us can relate with this. It's also one of the greatest stress factors in our lives. It's just something about it. Like, you know you can get it done later. So you just enjoy the moment. I don't know. And it's the fact that you still get it done, even though you procrastinate. Exactly. 
You get the <laughs> and same amount of credit for doing it that later. That is exactly than... why we all are pro- still procrastinating. Yeah, I did that last night. <laughs> I'm doing that right now, know, actually. We still get it done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't know about some people, but... Uh, but but everyone here <laughs> yeah yeah i think just i realized i become a little more social between people that i've already come to know mm-hmm. and just like doing anything with anyone that i'm familiar with whether it's just like having a conversation mm-hmm. or doing an activity like video games or watching a movie or netflix mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i've come to treasure those a little more that's like the only thing I have after coming to North Carolina. <laughs> well, we really can't do anything because yeah, the whole virus thing. And you guys are quite far now, including Josh. I mean, it's just a five-minute walk to Dave's Hot Chicken, though, so we can just meet you guys. Right. We just love skipping, don't we? All right, Lydia, what about you? For me, it's probably... Taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a song called Bath. It's actually pretty good. You guys should check it out. But anyways, it's probably uh, probably just like hanging out with my friends, but when we're eating good food, like really good food. You're a very food oriented person. I love I love food, but I mean, who doesn't? We also have really big foodie here josh <laughs> mm-hmm. by the way josh can eat a an in and out cheeseburger in two bites, two bites. if that anyone is, wants to try beating that, that record maybe one and a half if he really tries it you yeah know? yeah i feel like it's already one and a half bites because oh. like the first bite is entirely threshold. full yeah yeah and then the rest i just have to just inhale yeah, just toss it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, probably just eating really good food brings me joy. So take Have... out the friends from before. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care no. who's there. It could be your mortal enemy out sitting on the other side. <laughs> but as long as it's good food, she'll eat it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to the you know, the friends part. But I don't know. I love making more memories with my loved ones. And if it's through food, it's better. Yeah. I thought you were talking about food when you said loved ones. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Next question. All right. Next question. (laughs) Do you think you are being selfish if you put your needs first? Or do you feel guilty by doing so? Why or why not? Ooh. We just went from what activity brings enjoyment to do you feel guilty about rejecting <laughs> other people? <laughs> I feel like if you asked me this question a couple of years ago, I'd probably say yeah. Because uh, I mean, I'm still kind of like this, but I, t- I feel like I'm the t- type of person t- to like t- that tend to like put other people's uh, other people before me. I f- mm-hmm. feel like I'm just that type of person. And, um, yeah, back then, I feel like if I didn't put, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I wouldn't say I was, like, selfless, because I wasn't that, but I definitely was, like, someone 
who probably did feel guilty, like feeling happy. I mean, we're talking about the Lydia that was in high school that was depressed, you know? Every time I did feel some sort of happiness or some sort of joy back then, it I did have the thought like, oh, am I even like worth feeling this emotion, you know? And I think that that's a lot of, that's, that's for a lot of people who did feel like, you know, mm-hmm. what a depression and stuff like that. But now I feel like I know the line of like how much I'm supposed, I'm supposed, I, I know the line mm-hmm. and the limit to how much I can do for someone else, mm. you know? Okay. I volunteer Joshua. Okay. Um, I don't think I feel selfish by putting my needs first mm. because like from a young age, I've had not much to do for like myself with what do you mean like you know when people ask for something and then you say no Mm -hmm. they usually give you a reason why and they have like something else planned and that's Mm -hmm. why they say no but Mm -hmm. i as a kid didn't have that so you didn't have any excuses to not i didn't have any excuses to not do it and then being in a family that's it's got three kids and being the middle mm-hmm. one. I've always had to put like other people first a lot of the times. I mean, you don't have to have a, an actual reason. It could just be because you don't want to. Well, that that's also the thing. It's because I had nothing else to do that I was like, sure, I'll do it. Oh, okay. okay. Right? Uh-huh. And like I've learned in, I think mostly in high school, that like taking time for myself is important. And saying mm-hmm. no to things that I don't want to is not a bad thing and i was like Mm -hmm. okay i'm just straight up not gonna go anywhere (laughs) me time only and i was i was like okay Mm -hmm. i've come to the conclusion that they can't expect me to do everything with them Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i don't expect that of them either right Mm -hmm. and if it's somebody really close and they've asked me prior like if i'm the last resort yeah i'll feel bad but if I can't do it or don't want to do it, then EDs what EDs. Yeah, I feel like I had a similar problem, if that, if you would consider that a problem. But, like, I had a really hard time saying no, especially if it's, like, somebody's asking me to do something for them. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, like, not because of the same reason as Josh, but it was prob- it was mostly, like, oh, like, I feel like if I, do- if I don't do this to them, like, they're probably gonna like hate me, so I I would never. I still have a really hard time saying no to my friends, but mm-hmm. yeah. But now it's not because. But now, like, I just don't say no as often because, like, you know, I'm just. I would gladly do it for them, you know, mm-hmm. because I can. But back then, I wouldn't. I would have a hard time saying no because I felt guilty. I guess, yeah. I also feel like it's different in high school when people ask you for things because you're associated with different groups of people, right? Whether it's the same class you're taking or like same circle of friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like oftentimes people ask you for homework Mm -hmm. in high school, right? Or they ask you, I don't know, to cover their whatever, Mm -hmm. whether it's like a shift or practice or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like after high school, nobody 
asks you for anything unless they're like close enough to where they can be asking you for that kind of thing. Or unless mm. you have friends that are still in high school. Well, yeah, but they wouldn't be asking you for homework or anything high school related if you're not still in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the environment that these opportunities or situations came up were really important. That is very true. Yeah. Because, like, everyone who asks me now, I would definitely gladly do it. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't find myself saying no as much as I did back in high school. For me, I think I kind of still, like, I'm not sure if I feel guilty for saying no. Like, so a prior discussion that we've had was about, like, our good and bad qualities of each other. and what josh said about me was i think i said something along the lines of like you're you're always down for something and that was something that yes. i really liked but then the other part other half is you didn't have a strong opinion so the part where i was always down for something that is because i do feel selfish a lot of times for saying no or, or for putting my needs first. But I also think that that kind of feeling developed from like, because I've grown up in a very fortunately good environment where anything where I've done a favor for someone, I'd say I've gotten like a good return. And I'm not saying I do things for the intent, for the intent of getting something back, but because I've always just had a good response to like a kind gesture that I did, I kind of just, expected that out of every situation where I would put myself or I would put others before myself mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I think it greatly depends on like the kind of situations where people have asked for like your help because now especially when like if someone asks you for money then that's a very different question you it's not about I mean it is kind of you you might feel guilty but there are certain lines that you can't cross like Lydia was saying like certain like like the lines that you set for yourself yeah yeah those lines are very different depending on what you're being asked of so in general I think I still do feel selfish for saying no to anything all right the next question is very short but it's a little complicated it asks what motivates you and in what sense I think just like what gets you up in the morning is how I'm interpreting it, right? What makes you look forward to like the next day or what makes, what's keeping you alive kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Going a little dark, but what's stopping <laughs> you from ending it all? Yeah. Vidi, you look like you want to say something. Oh, no, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, we can get really dark. Yeah, I guess I can go first on this topic. What motivates me is the future that I want to have, mm. like what what career path I have, or it's it's not like I'm following a dream or anything. I just want to live a decent life with a, a decent paycheck, you know, with, in a decent area. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like what Josh asked about like what what's keeping you from ending it all. I feel like that's a very different question. Like, yeah. <laughs> as a Christian, 
I might have a certain answer for that. Yes. <laughs> but for my own desires, I might have another answer for that. I mean, they're the same. What am I saying? Of course, my, <laughs> my own desires <laughs> my are the same are as Christian desires. God. Of course, they're the same. The answer I mean, is God. <laughs> exactly. The answer is always Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just what what future I am working towards, which is what motivates me. Very interesting. Yeah, I think mine's kind of similar to that. I have like this idealized future of myself, like having a family, yes. working like a decent job. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. I know a couple of people who like fantasize about just owning an apartment one day. That would be right? so nice. Like it's just, <laughs> I just want to live in an apartment without. Yeah like financial worries and it's it's similar to that mm-hmm. right i just want a a good happy life and not only that i think what also motivates me is the past right things that i've gone through and things that i've learned mm-hmm. i kind of want to either pass forward pass down or mm-hmm. make sure from or make sure that it doesn't happen again or that nobody else goes through it I think that's really interesting because when I think about the future, like all I do is worry (laughs) and all I I do is like, just like think about it. And it makes me really frustrated and like upset, maybe even depressed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it does make me depressed. Just like thinking about the future and like, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously nobody knows what's going to happen, but like to me, like, I think, not knowing like the like the fear of not knowing what's going to happen is amplified for me like mm. it's it's like to the point where it's like i don't because i don't see one it's like mm-hmm. do i really want to keep going you know it's kind of like that yeah 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 i feel like i'm always battling that thought yeah i remember just like talking about it with like um one of my academic counselors if we're gonna call it like that and then i just started crying so i was like i don't know mm-hmm. what i want to do i don't see a future because like back then in high school i did think i had like a set path like a set like dream and goal that i had which was dance and and then like all of like actual real like adult world problems are like on the spotlight once you become like a senior having to think about like what college you're gonna go to and what you're gonna major in and obviously like people change their major but like you know at the time I was like oh this is gonna determine my life you know (laughs) It, it, it is a big decision yeah yeah it is so yeah, I think probably the one thing that does motivate me though is um food. Food. <laughs> For sure. There's so many haven't eaten yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I can kind of relate with that a little bit. No, like literally, Wait, what's your actual answer though? <laughs> oh, like I'm pretty sure it's food because, like, I just think about it, and we're literally going to be talking about like what gets me up in the morning. I'm like, I wake up and 
you guys know this, but when I'm hangry, like it's really bad. Like I get so upset. World and, War Three. Yeah, like in my stomach. My, it's because my stomach starts hurting so bad. Like it feels like it's eating itself. You know, it and I, kind I of just is. yeah, it feels like that. It, it is. <laughs> it is. It simply is doing. <laughs> no, but literally, I'd be, I'd be like in my bed because like nobody get like opens their eyes and then like immediately goes to the bathroom and like starts getting ready for the day you know you you at least like you know lay there whether it's on your phone or yeah, journaling or whatever you know that people do nowadays but i'd be on my nowadays? phone people have been journaling for years <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry. sound like some boomers I- <laughs> <laughs> these young kids <laughs> these youngins <laughs> oh, <laughs> zoomers and their vlogs <laughs> yeah i'll be like on my phone and i'll start getting hungry and then i'll start watching youtube like people cooking and i'll get like more hungry so i'll get up go to the kitchen and see that there's no food and get more upset but then yeah if we're talking about like what literally gets me up in the morning is probably getting food and just like fantasizing about all the like good food i see on the internet <laughs> dude and sometimes i'd be on my i'd be on my phone and then like it'll like those food insider posts um it'll Mm. pop up with like some really good like pasta or something right Mm -hmm. i'm not really a pasta fan but obviously in the video it looks like freaking scrumptious you know yeah but then it'll show like the location and it'll be like new jersey right and i'll be like what (laughs) but i think about i'm like honestly there's so many more things in california than there is in new jersey so i'm just like (laughs) yeah i should probably be grateful that i live here (laughs) to have like access to dave's hot chicken Oh my god! Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Same with uh. like raisin canes, because I know there's only like specific locations. There's but, a yeah. raisin canes like five minutes from my campus. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because Ashley's always like, "I want raisin canes," and every time she comes down, we get raisin canes. But yeah, there's no in and out in the East Coast. That is true. Oh. oh, yeah. And there's no blue bowl there. Yep. You're not even eating that very often these days. This is really far. How far? Like in Long Beach. Oh, wow. I usually only get it when I like when I go there because my friend lives there. Hmm. Okay. okay. I've really seen her over there. She usually just comes to me. The blue bowl? No. <laughs> With the blue bowl. Okay. I think going okay, going back to the topic of the future being uncertain, I think that gives me more hope because mm. the future isn't as we know it, it's not set in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. So that means there's an infinite number of possibilities that it could result in right and i'm pretty sure half of them are good and half of them are bad right, Doctor 50 50 as an odd right. is not that bad 
right? It's a coin flip. And I think, yeah. I think it's a little more hopeful that your life can change for the better. So I think it was, it's, I guess it's a matter of perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I look at it, I'm like all the bad things that can happen. It's like uh, the glass is half empty and half full. I think the one thing, one thought that I was just like have a, like a hard time grasping is that I'm still young and I can still like change. I I know I'm like really young. I'm only eighteen. Obviously, I'm still a freshman in college, but I don't know. So I don't know what it is, but. I always feel like I'm late to things. Like I should have started things earlier. Like, are there some examples? Okay, like dance. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should have started it earlier instead of starting in like tenth grade. I know that's super young, but if when I think about it, it's like I think about all like the famous people that have already like kind of like. Has gone through all the motions. Yeah, and their name is very well known in the dance industry. They all started when they were really young, like six or like maybe even younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I think of it like that, I think, wow, like I started really late, and I feel like there is no time to for me to like make my name or yeah, make my name more well known in this industry. So mm -hmm. that honestly really. Um, discouraged me. I think same with like the whole photography thing. I feel like I should have started earlier. I feel like I, if I started earlier, I would have been able to focus more on like business marketing when I'm in college. That's just how I see it. And yeah, so but it's really encouraging when my, when people say to me that like you know you're still young, like you have a lot of time in a very in a specific tone, obviously, because like when people say like. Eh, it's okay like you have a lot of time i'm just like just good like <laughs> you know like I <laughs> no not unnecessarily you know as tfu but it's kind of just like makes me like feel like i'm getting nagged at it's like like you think i don't know that obviously i don't because that's why you need to tell that's why you're telling it to me but <laughs> it's like you could have said it like differently with different <laughs> different wording maybe that would actually like get to me, get to my brain, and make me go like, "Oh, yeah," you know. I mean, this is not a good method, but a lot of the times when I'm like feeling uncertain about my future, like <laughs> I start like comparing myself to others, and I like, see oh, that I'm I so much better off. Okay, that you don't have to say it like that, okay? <laughs> but, but that's exactly like, what. You are. I am. I am very fortunate. Okay, I realize <laughs> I am very fortunate to have what I have. Uh huh. And that there is still hope. Interesting. So I feel like when I sorry, I'm talking so much, but I feel like when I do that, when I compare myself to other people, I'm like, dude, these people are doing so much better than I'm doing. That's what I think about. Cause I'm just like, well, they like when I think I mean, about. No, no, like I look for the people that are doing worse than me, and I'm like, oh, <sighs> thank <laughs> God. Glasses half full, glasses half empty, kind of yeah. thing again. I don't know. I feel like every time I like, I just, like the people around me, I feel like they just have, like, obviously, it's 
is the perspective and also like I just don't know exactly what's happening in their life too I'm just assuming but like when I think when I like think about the people in my life right now it's like even you guys in my eyes it feels like you guys have your life together it's yeah which is obviously like not you know it might be true might not be true you know but it's like I'm just I just, I just think mm. about like how, like for Sean, he has a set like, like goal, like end goal. He mm. wants to be, you know, work in the comp site industry, or whatever. And for Josh, it's like he's changed majors multiple times, but okay, he's... it was only once. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's because you make it seem like you changed it like three times, you know? No, I just contemplated he's different a... majors for a long sorry. period of time, and then finally landed on one. Sorry, guys. Let me let me rephrase that. Josh, you know, changed, you know, questioned his major, but now, like, I think a couple episodes, a a couple episodes, or mm-hmm. whatever, or a conversation before. He said how, like, he finds, you know, like, the social media thing, like, really interesting. Like, making stuff is, like, really interesting and fun for him. So, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm so sorry, Josh. What are you majoring in right now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to assume, like, something wrong. <laughs> it's it's communications. Oh, okay, okay. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. It's communications. So, it's like, I'm like, wow, Josh, like found his passion or like that's what i think i like i'm just like wow josh has his shit together he wants to graduate with a communication major and i'm just like that's really i find that really envious like i'm really envious of that and interesting especially with like you know people in our friend group that are art students i'm like wow like they have a passion and they're going like they're trying to achieve that they're trying to they're going to school for art which is like their passion and their like dream and i see that in my eyes and i'm just like dude i'm so jealous of that like i feel like i wish i had something like that you know i think i think you have to realize that we are a couple steps ahead of you because we're older, right? Like, I've only decided my major last semester, right? Back in, like, November, I think. Right? So it's still pretty fresh. And Sean took a year. Of- I had a gap year. Yeah, I had, had a, a year to year, get my right? stuff together. <laughs> right? He took the time. Right? And then for the art students, they're still a couple years ahead. You're a freshman in college. You don't have to be... You're not pressed for time right now, right? Yeah. Maybe when you're at my stage, like nearing the end of your sophomore year, you got to start figuring stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have time. Like, don't worry about it. Actually, like for me, I, when I saw Lydia and like she was trying dance and trying photography, I I was kind of envious of that because yes, I'm a comp sci major and fortunately i'm decent at it which is why i chose it but it's nothing that i'm really passionate about but you got to try those things that you're very passionate about and that's uh that's not an opportunity that i think i've had because mm-hmm. before comp sci i wanted to be a, a marine biologist 
But then oh, yeah. after after taking uh, bio honors in ninth grade and getting a C and realizing that I'm not good at any science, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, up until um, 11th grade, where I took my first computer science course, I had no idea what I was going to do. And then computer science was just like, yeah, my dad is doing it. My brother's kind of thinking of doing it. I-, I tried a first class and I'm decent. So I'll go this direction and it makes good money. So it's like it's nothing that I'm passionate about, even though it, it is like a it's like a safe path, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like I envy that you had those opportunities to try what you wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's, there's good and bad in the situation. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was I wasn't yawning because you were boring. I was just really tired. Sorry. Uh, okay, okay. What whatever you say. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going, going uh, quick through a distraction. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to our. I think this would be our last question. Yeah. Do you have trouble asking for what you need, and do you feel inadequate if you ask for help? Oh hell yes. <laughs> yes I cannot. First one. Yes. Cannot ask a question in class. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me sometimes, or a lot of the times, I ask for help because I need something. Uh-huh. But uh, other times, I don't ask because I feel like I should be doing this on my own. Yes. And kind of like a perfectionist mindset mixed with a procrastinating mindset. So... When I get to the point where I should be done, I am starting it, and it's way too late to ask for help. And I then see. on top of that, I can't ask anyone for help because I I have a specific vision for it, and I know if I don't do it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be hundred percent satisfied with myself. I think I'm I'm like that too. But it's really situational. Like if it's help with um, carrying something, I wouldn't be shy about that but if it was like don't you want to be a, a strong independent woman i'm just kidding it's embarrassing when i say that and i can't lift or i try really hard to can't you know <laughs> and then it's true but i also kind of find it offensive when like so this is so off topic but like when i can when i'm fully capable of lifting something that even to other people, it looks like I can lift it up, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm carrying something. And then some guy who's super misogynistic will be like, oh, like, I'll carry that for you. Like, don't worry. Like, you can carry something, like, like lighter. It mm-hmm. makes me, like, so infuriated. I'm like, do you think I'm, like, less capable than you? Like, you look like a stick. Like, you can, Damn. looks like you can break. <laughs> yeah. It's always the guys who are, like, skinnier than me, too. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but there's also, it's really like depending on like how you ask. If you mm. say it in a really degrading way, then it's like really offensive. But if it's like, if I can genuinely just like tell that like, oh, you're just like, you know, just want to help. Then like, I'll be like, oh no, it's okay. Like I can do it. Why does my mm. voice get higher than when I, okay, anyways, whatever. Okay, like, oh, but, but that's in the situation where other people are asking if you need help, right? What about? Okay, but like, yeah, um, 
very like I said, it's very situational. I feel like if it's something I need advice on, that's just very serious. Like that's like a problem, mm. like a deeper problem of mine. I don't. I think I would have a really hard time asking for help. I think that ties in with the second part of the question. I don't think it's be- I don't think it's because like I'm prideful or I feel I'm gonna feel inadequate. Maybe back then I would have said it's because. No, I wouldn't have said I was prideful because I was prideful back then. You know, a prideful person doesn't say mm-hmm. they're prideful, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, I feel like now it's probably just because I'm so, like, used to it. What, feeling inadequate? No, I'm so used to just, like, not asking people for help. Oh, okay, okay. And also, like, I feel like because of, like, the past, when I did ask for help, it wasn't necessarily, um, like my needs weren't met yeah like i've i don't know like you didn't get what you asked for yeah and also like i've been told specific things too when i did ask for help and it definitely affected like even till this day like it's really hard for me to ask people for help unless i'm at like the breaking point I'll, like, talk mm-hmm. to someone about it because I know, like, if I don't, I'm going to go back to the same place I was back then, which is why mm-hmm. I do people about it. But, like, when I'm in the moment, I think the last thing I think about is talking to someone about my problems. I feel like inadequacy is a very interesting, like, part of myself because fe- I feel inadequate a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... It's definitely not when I'm asking for help, mm-hmm. right? I already know that, oh, I'm not capable of doing the best for whatever this, I don't know, paper situation problem is. Uh-huh. So when, I, when I'm asking, I already, I'm at rock bottom. It's like, I am useless. I need help. I think I only feel inadequate when it's like, I know I can do it, but it's not working out. Oh, whoa, that just mm. that hit different. It's like, I, why, why can't I do it? Like, I know I can do it. Why is it not? Yeah, working? it's, it's, you know, not past my capacity of like what I can, what I can and cannot do, but uh, why is it not working right now? I feel like, um, I feel like you would feel that a lot like that, Sean, no? Because, you know, it's like, comp side it's probably like you probably like you're coding and it's like why isn't it working and then you ask mm. someone for help and they easily find it and it's like oh oh, oh yeah now that you yeah t- now that you bring that up oh my god uh, it's like <laughs> you know dude, like yeah. i could have done that but why couldn't i have done that you know yeah damn just almost like instant regret it was like right there <laughs> what the are you yeah. a comp side major how do you know this <laughs> What it's just hell? I feel that way when I'm like asking people for like homework help, especially in math. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not good in math. Mm, yes. Yeah. But I just remember like in high school when I did ask for help, when I did like, like muster up the courage to ask somebody, I feel like so I feel so inadequate. Like, oh. like it was really that simple. Like, why mm. did I even think of it Man. like that? Yeah. <laughs> Did it hit you different, John? It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had a flashback to like all those past homework assignments <laughs> I had. Oh my god. 
<laughs> you bring it back to years of my It's truly career. a trigger warning. <laughs> I feel like that's very similar to like when you ask your mom where something is in the house mm. and you've already looked no, for okay. it in the place that, that it's supposed that's to be. That's black magic, okay? They make it appear <laughs> in that moment. Like I, I'll never understand that. Yeah, but how are we not capable of doing that? I know. Scary is when your mom goes like, I swear, if I find it, oh, no. dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. and that, and they'll be like, "I swear, if I find it, you're you're gonna get home." So, no. are you sure you looked everywhere? And I'd be like, "I think so." <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, let me go." Check like, again. I think I did, and I know I did, but why couldn't I find it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just brought up so many memories right now. <laughs> yeah. Too many instances where that's happened. Have you guys ever been on the right side though, where they actually yeah. can find it? Yeah, it's so nice. It's one of the best feelings oh, ever. Oh yeah, I've actually had that happen a couple days ago. <laughs> I told my mom, like, "Mom, we ran out of butter," and she's like, "No, it's 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 in the storage. It's in the fridge. Uh-huh. It's in the back." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I just didn't look hard enough, right?" And then, like, the next day, she's like, yeah, so we're really out of butter. And I was like, <laughs> wow. That's I, right. That's it's right. Not my fault. We are really out of butter. Exactly. Go me. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> After they threaten to, like, you're going to get Honnessa if you don't, if I find it there. And they go look and they're like, uh, it's got to be somewhere here, right? It's got to be. And then, they start yeah, they start like, panicking. Because they want to be right. Exactly. <laughs> well, who doesn't want to be right? All right. I think, I think this is a good spot to end it. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode seven of this podcast. Um, once again, thank you to our sponsor, Snickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what we would do without you guys. What are our other sponsors, Lydia? I know you're... Ico. Thank you, Geico. Oh, yeah. How can I forget Geico? Thank you, Living Spaces, for providing this space for us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're just going to name all the companies in the world. (laughs) Thank you, you, Tesla. Thank you, Amazon. (laughs) Thank you, Burlington. Thank you, GameStop. GameStop. Make sure to follow our Instagram and our YouTube channel, guys. Well, if they're not listening to this on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, ring Hit that, that bell, bell button. You already know. When we obliterate, you already obliterate know. that subscribe button. Commit genocide <laughs> on that subscribe <laughs> button. You guys yes, already know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's me. It's like right. funnier because John is saying it with such a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Make sure to leave in the comments below what you guys thought of our questions. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. And we'll be back with another episode. So I'll see you guys later. Bye.